Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Welcome back in the zone, hour two. Let me get Pat Bradley on here in a second. Um, I just saw online, guys, a zone FU, if you will, that our friends over at Rocktown Distillery are going, uh, they're expanding their hand sanitizer distribution, and now they're bottling it for you to take it home. Awesome. Very cool. And I know that we talked about the one in Fort Smith is doing the same, so applaud them for uh, for their efforts. Kudos. When does that start? Looks like, uh, I mean, they had bottles on the social media story, I, I, so I'll try to find more details on I it. Think but, you got a heck of a- whoops. I think I may go uh, stop by there, Have you some been hand the- sanitizer, and pick up a bottle. Have you been on this? Good thinking. Yeah. I haven't. No, I have not. That way you can sanitize the outside and the inside, the inside of your body. Too. Yeah, good thinking. Here's what ails you. My buddy, my buddy brought a uh, got me a bottle recently of vodka. Have you ever seen this? No. Vodka and tequila together. You've got me uh, interested. It's quite an odd interested. marriage. Interested. It's it's okay to use it that way, right? You'd be trying to enunciate if you drink some of it. It's a it's an odd combination, Wes. But so were my parents. So you know, what are you gonna do? All right. Um, segment, segment, segment. Let's get to Pat Bradley, shall we? He's just standing by. I don't know what he's doing. We have to find out what Pat's doing to pass the time out there in Beantown. Pat Bradley in the Zone is brought to you by Bring a Battery. If you need a battery, call Bring a Battery at 501-747-6217, and they'll bring it to you when you need it the most. Here's Bradley for three. His first tray is good. He had six. You pick the time, place, and battery, and then let Bring a Battery do the rest. All right, PB. Uh, man. By the way, bring a battery when they come to you. Um, social distancing, folks. Mm-hmm. Very important. How are What's you? What's up, fellas? How are you, buddy? Hey. What are you guys doing? Uh, watching the uh, tournament. Just got underway. So we're watching. I uh, think, no. Actually, there's a little <laughs> irony here. The Buccaneers introducing Tom Brady. That's what we're watching on ESPN. That's, what's the irony? That we have Pat on <laughs> right now. Uh, it's coincidence. Coincidence. The um, ah, who cares about that press conference anyway? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Who, who was? By the oh, way, did you? Yeah. Did, uh, just did you guys see the uh, marble race on social media went viral? Yes. Was that the funniest thing you've seen in a while? It's the and second I, best <laughs> thing I've seen from a sports standpoint over the last couple yeah. of weeks. My favorite thing funny. still, Pat, is and I don't know if you saw any of this. <clears throat> They were doing downhill skating in like a luge run, uh, four four oh. people at a time, bouncing off each other, bouncing off the walls. Fascinating stuff. Oh, jeez. It's a thing. <laughs> Apparently, it's a thing. I would love to do. I think it'd be a blast. I would love to. And, and everyone, I'm sure, is getting creative. Uh, some of the things that I'm doing, we we get a little makeshift weight room in the down the basement. Yeah. So. The only thing I'm worried about now is 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 if we get bored and and take it a little too far and somebody gets injured. Yeah. That's the last thing, you know. Because Good obviously, point. <laughs> that's why I'm just staying on my couch, boys. You are staying on the couch. What's the nearest ski uh, slope to you, Pat? Facility? It would probably be New Hampshire. I, I would guess New Hampshire. I, want, I haven't seen anything on that. Are they open? No, they're shut down. Okay. Yeah, Vail shut, shut down. down all their resorts. Probably two weeks ago. Okay. Mm. That was before spring break was going to hit. Hmm. Bummer. Yeah. 
Yeah, you'd imagine. I'm sure there's some people, though, that have have taken it upon themselves <laughs> to get up on the top of the mountain, Yeah, whether it's closed or not, and just try to uh, ski down it or snowboard down it or something. Yeah. Get out of the house. You better really enjoy that run and make it last because the climb back up really <laughs> blows. I'll tell you that one much. Time. <laughs> With no ski lift. One time. <laughs> what is Boston like? I'm just seeing the news. Uh, I guess the press conference is going on in New York. 25,000 confirmed cases in New York now. It looks really bad. Governor was talking about in three days it could be double that, close to 50,000 cases. What is Boston like? It's, you know, we're obviously a smaller population-wise than New York City. I think it's a crazy thing. It's like New York City, you guys know. I mean, everyone's on top of each other anyway, mm-hmm. and there's about 6 million people in, in the city. So uh, Boston has sort of been, um, you know, we've been fortunate in some ways. Uh, because there is a there is a a lot of hospitals, good healthcare system that they have here in terms of preparation. But I think the challenges, and uh, the governor of New York talked about how they have so many international travelers, which we have here in Boston as well, just because of location. You know, you just got so many um, people that are coming from different regions of the world that you're a little bit more exposed. But today at noon. Uh, local time noon, there was the stay-at-home advisory. So everything had to shut down except for just about everything. <laughs> because, because it's like the grocery stores open. If you mm-hmm. get a, you know, if you got to go and, and get anything, you still can. But I think it's uh, they're just, you know, trying to keep people off the streets what, as much as they can. What are you doing to kill time? What are you, what are you doing to pass the time right now? Well, for me personally, I've been on the road for you know, three straight months. So, like, I get a lot of stuff to catch up on, whether it's the small things of I still get a stack of, like, uh, uh, dress shirts and stuff. I still get to wash and things like that. So, for me, I got, fortunately, things to do to keep me busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, not so many for others, though. Right. Well, it's, it's Pat, you're in the same boat I'm in in that. You know, th- you're coming off your busiest time of the year, right? And you go from that to where it's already sort of calm and relaxing, and you got a lot of downtime. To, dear Lord, I have a lot of downtime on top. So I'm really kind of having a hard time making sense of all because I'm so used to go, 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 and then things calm down once basketball's over. But now on top of that, you can't really, you can't really get out, or you can't go to restaurants. You can't. I mean, so it's like you're faced with your reality of. You know, and if you got any home improvement projects, that's great. But I mean, it's really right. weird. It's it's like I'm having uh, downtime over overload here. Yeah, it, it's it's. I know that. Like I've already started to plan my week. You know, it's like yeah. one or two things. You know, you you gotta try to keep busy. It's just it is surreal because yeah, you know, most of us feel pretty pretty good still, pretty healthy. Um, other than. You know, your occasional cough or cold that you still get. So you feel like, well, I can go out, and that's the challenge of it. You know, that's, that's I'm sure you guys have talked about being responsible, everybody being responsible and getting through this as quick as possible. Boy, that is a challenge, though. I just saw a basketball-related note. Arkansas is scheduled to play Old Dominion next year in basketball. What, what can you tell us of ODU? ODU. It was a couple of years ago, they had they had a pretty good run. Where are they? The Colonial. Where's Old Dominion reside? They had. Um, I think ODU's that? in a bigger league than that now. I thought they. They may. I'll be. check that. Who was that? Remember, they had that really good run with. Um, dang it! Who was the big guy that they had? But that's. 
the, the, where is that going to be played? I think they're in the Conference USA one. That sounds conference right. Conference USA? Yeah, because I was surprised. I was like, well, they're a bigger conference than I thought. ODU. Uh, but that's the name of the game these days. You've got to play as many of the of, of those games. Is that at their place? I'm looking up Rothstein right now. John Rothstein uh, tweeted it out. Arkansas will host Old Dominion as part host. of its 2021 non-conference schedule. Okay. That's good. That's a good game. And, and the committee wants to see that. We hear about it all the time, how – not only do they want to see you go to uh, a, a, someone else's non-conference in Old Dominion, although you know they not I would consider any anywhere near powerhouse. But what it does is it gives them an opportunity to play at a at a you know an SEC school and host them. So that's a, a sort of outside the box. I wonder what the connection there was. Thirteen yeah. and nineteen last year, Old Dominion. Thirteen and nineteen. Ooh, falling a hard time since that run to the tourney. <laughs> Slow news day when that's making uh, making Twitter. <laughs> it may uh, be our lead story tonight. Pat, AP Player of the Year. Right. Well, no, what Mason Jones's tease of an announcement would probably be your lead story tonight, I would think. Uh, AP Player of the Year will be announced today. I was uh, fortunate enough a couple years ago I was granted a wooden vote. I don't think I'm qualified necessarily, but I'll take it. Uh, I'll just tell you, I don't know if this is okay or not, but I voted for Luca Garza who averaged uh, 24 almost and nearly 10 rebounds a game in the best conference in America. The debate for player of the year in the AP is between him and Obi Toppin, the kid from uh, Dayton. Who was your player of the year? Who's the best kid you saw all season outside the SEC? That would – you know, I'm going to tell you something. As much as this year – you know, Mason Jones didn't get probably enough respect in in his Player of the Year for the SEC. Um, but that, how, Mark, what's uh, Joe, Marcus Howard? Yeah. First of all, I would put him in anybody's top five. Yep. I would put um, probably if if James, it's unfortunate James Wiseman didn't right uh, wasn't able to play a full season. Yeah. Um, I tell you, you know who has played fantastic, and I don't know how he's, you know, he's not as skilled as like Marcus Howard, Anthony Edwards, um, but that kid Obi Toppin mm-hmm. just had a monster of a year. And when somebody didn't really separate themselves, I mean, it was really the story of the of the NBA, I mean, of the of the college basketball season to me it was nobody separated themselves. And I heard you guys talk about Mason Jones, and like. There's so much uncertainty going into this NBA draft before the hesitation of teams to work guys out that I wouldn't be surprised if he was able to, to, to sneak in and have an opportunity to get drafted. I would not be surprised because he brings something that is very unique. He's already like a developed scorer. But don't already. you? Yeah, but don't you think, Pat, with him making an announcement about an announcement, that that means he's coming back? If you're going to announce that you're going pro, don't you just announce it? Don't just do it. <laughs> I think I think typically you see guys that announce an announcement are coming back, and I hope that's the case. But yeah, I, I would. Lo- I'm I'm looking forward to seeing him play professionally, but I don't want it to be next year. So he's got to do what's best for him, and I'll be fine with it either way. But um, did you hear the story about Rodney Clark? We were talking about it earlier in the show, Pat. He had to basically escape from Italy. We're trying to run him down to mm. sh- share his harrowing tale and. I know nobody's a bigger fan of Rodney Clark than you are, and um, because you know, obviously, if he doesn't go to uh, Butler, you lose your place. Yeah, in history. I know. 
Boy, he had a, he was in Australia too for a while, so I didn't realize that he uh, was in Italy yeah. recently playing, and that's got to be scary because he traveled. Well, he was, I think, with his family. You know, he's got a wife and at least one youngster, maybe even a couple of them. That um, I thought she was over there uh, in, in Australia with him, but um, he finally made it out, huh? Yep. So, and it said he ended up his last flight was into Arkansas. So I don't know if he makes his home he, here. He lives. In, they live in Fayetteville. Do they? Okay, mm-hmm. interesting. Because she is, yeah, she's an Arkansas girl, I think. Oh, okay. Right. All right. I don't know. I don't know his, his wife. His wife, I believe. Uh, back to Player of the Year stuff here. I was looking at. There's only been over the last 30 years four times when the Player of the Year from the AP and the Wooden Award winner were not the same player. 2016 was the last time Denzel Valentine won Player of the Year for AP, and Buddy Heald won the Wooden Award. David West was the AP Player of the Year in 03. Wow, was he? I didn't know that. TJ Ford won the Wooden Award that year. So there's another year where we're sort of up in the air because neither one of those guys are remarkable in their college careers or in their pro careers. Uh, Joe Smith in 95, Ed O'Bannon won the Wooden Award, and then Shaquille won the AP in 91, and Larry Johnson Whoa. won the uh, Wooden Award that year. Grandmama. Grandmama. Um, another name, too, who's an absolute beast. You guys probably remember Miles Powell, mm-hmm. Seton Hall kid. He yep. just put up large numbers this year, man. No doubt. No doubt. Um, I also was looking through here. Men's AP player of the year that didn't play in the tournament. Well, whoever wins it this year will not have played in the NCAA tournament because <laughs> there wasn't one. Last time it happened was 1999-2000. It was because what? of an injury. Oh. Wait a second. 99-2000? That was the last time an AP player of the year didn't play in the NCAA tournament. By the way, David Thompson, NC State, didn't play. Pete Maravich in 69-70. LSU, I guess, didn't make the tournament. Wow. But th- it was harder then, right? What was How many teams were in it then? Was that a 32? Yeah, probably half, right? Yeah. Ben Simmons, wasn't he national player of the year? I guess he wasn't national player of the year. guess not. Because they didn't make the tournament. Well, remember? he may have been national player of the year, but also won the Wooden, too, if he won both. Ah, yeah, okay. What about uh, Kenyon Martin? 99-2000. Because of the Remember he got the leg injury? Yep. That's right. That's right. Now, he's still got... Where was he drafted? Was he still? Oh, yeah. The Nets still... took him early. He went to the Nets. Number he number one? one? Yeah. He did go number one with that injury. He beat up my man Marcus Pfizer for player of the year. Mm-hmm. I know that. Marcus Pfizer, heck of a player, man. So we have breaking news as we talk about it. How about that? That's a way to set the stage. I mean, that's how we do it around here sometimes. Not normally. Uh, but we do have some breaking news in the world of college basketball. What do you got there, Christian, in the uh, zone newsroom? Obi Toppin has won AP Player of the Year, and Dayton coach (laughs) Anthony Grant has won Coach of the Year. Dayton coach Anthony Grant, Mm. former Alabama coach Anthony Grant? Yes. How about that? Very impressive. I always liked Anthony Grant. I thought he was a good coach. Yeah, classy dude. I liked him a lot. Um, That was a tough gig. I didn't know they cared about basketball that much at Alabama. It's coming around. (laughs) At Alabama. They were a factor this year. Uh, Pat, it's weird here. What What's the biggest thing as as far as uh, things you've noticed around town that are different? That um, is mass transit running. I mean, I guess I haven't even thought they, about that. They closed the trolleys here, which is devastating. Did they really? Yeah, seven or eight people were very upset about it. They're still running <laughs> buses though. But okay, the tro- yeah. I don't think the trolleys are operating. That's weird because you can get ten people, right? There's never <laughs> ten people on a trolley. Wow, right? Cheap shot. <laughs> thought I was mean. Um, what's, what's the thing that, uh, the other thing that got me yesterday, I'm walking around downtown yesterday, PB, every single restaurant in that main street corridor, except for Bruno's is closed for the time being. So Soulfish really? is closed. Um, the AW lens that just opened is closed for the time being. 
Um, Any takeout? Also, nope, no no curbside. Also up in Chapel, our friends at Brewski's are closed for operations for now. And Samantha's Bruno's is the lone holdout there in that little corridor there. Wow. Yeah. I guess the strangest thing was when I was out walking in the neighborhood, they have uh, like yellow caution tape surrounding uh, like the jungle gym and swing sets and any park that has, uh, you know, kids play areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're prohibited from going in that from going in the area and there's like a sign posted up there that says nobody can come in and play because of the uh, COVID-19. Because of the COVID. <laughs> so that's probably the strangest thing. Uh, outside of that, I'm sure this week it's going to feel like more of a ghost town because of just everything from florist shops are now closed to, you know, I don't know if you're, if you're a guy, I think Baz, I saw tweeted something out about sport clips. They were open maybe last week. I don't know. Uh, but everything is going to be shut down like that around here. So it'd be a lot, lot less people running around. Have we had you on since Patino got the gig? I'm all over the place today. So bear with me. No, I love it though. Okay. How's How's that work? What's, what's, can he be a factor at Iona? Can they get things going in the right direction? Everybody's been wondering. I think I think he can. I mean, it's it's he's familiar with the area. I knew that he'd been in basketball. I mean, what is he, 65 or something like that, right? I mean, he's oh, got to be older than that, right? 67, 68 even. Oh, he's still got a little bit on the fastball. Don't you guys worry about old Ricky P. <laughs> right, but but um, you just imagine, I guess, 67. 67. But you knew he had deep connections with, whether it be athletic directors around the country or presidents. I mean, he's just been in the business for so long. I was surprised he wasn't able to get a job that even had to go over to Greece to coach a team that he couldn't find one uh, locally. There's just so many of them. Uh, so I think he'll do good. I think he'll might you know rejuvenate his his career. Does he even have to? Does he even want to? Why? That's the other thing. It's like he could ride off into the sunset, but I guess. It's just in his blood, man. Once you're coach, yeah. you just love doing it. I mean, that's the only thing that ex- – explanation Don't for me. Don't you think, though, that it's, and it's like, Iona, and you, you can fly under the radar and do whatever you want to there, and no one's going to really care until you start winning so much, and then they'll start investigating you. And it may take five years for that to happen. And by then he's 72, wow, and so what? Iona doesn't have resources to cheat if they wanted to. Oh, every program's got a rich booster somewhere and prostitutes hanging around. So. <laughs> Golly. It is in New York City. He's got my paisan. Gee, many Christmas. <laughs> anyway. Uh, how about Andy Kennedy? Got a gig? Yeah, that, that – I'm not surprised with that. It was interesting. I heard or read of some of his comments of how, and I think a lot of coaches who had stepped away, some of them feel very comfortable in the roles that they have and they don't go back. But you could tell that he he always wanted to get back into it. I think Andy's uh, a heck of a coach, and he's at UAB yeah. for those who missed it, and he will be missed on the set. I thought yeah. he was really good was- on SEC Network. He was my <sighs> – Third favorite, probably, analyst. I liked him as a color guy yeah. doing games. I thought he He's did great. really well. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, I hope Big Joe gets more opportunities. Um, man, if only this COVID thing had hit before Barry Booker said those stupid comments, he'd be in such better shape. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. Uh, good luck to Coach Kennedy, though. We need to try to get him on. PB, if you talk to him, will you see if we can uh, get a hold of him? I think he'd be a fun interview. And I know he was on with the Out of Bounds guys before the last Arkansas game he did. 
But uh, I'd love to get him on if you happen to chat with him at some point. Yeah, you know, I didn't realize Coach Coleman, Little Rock Hall's son, I believe, uh, was on the or is on the on UAB, UAB team. Huh. Hmm. Didn't yeah, know that. Walked on. That's very I, cool. I believe, yeah. So we do have a little bit of a connection there, and obviously UAB's so close with all that talent, you know, in the state coming up. I'm sure he's going to look for any reason to to get introduced even more to uh, Little Rock, Central Arkansas, for sure. One last thing here, and then we've got a caller who wants to visit with you for a second before we let you go, PB. I know you want us to keep you on all three hours because you got nothing else to do, but that's cool. <laughs> um <laughs> This shocked me because we were debating this the other day. And by the way, when they reopen the sports book at uh, Oakland, I will be going down to place a wager. No offense, PB. No offense. Oh, yeah. The Patriots are still favored to win the AFC East this year. The Buffalo Bills were right there last year anyway. They finished, what, a game behind the Patriots yeah. with all that? And now you got no Tom Brady. And you're telling me that the. Patriots are still the favorite. They're minus 110 to win the division, according to Caesars. Buffalo's plus 180. Well, give me a Hunsky on <laughs> Buffalo. I'll take my chances this year. They got a breakthrough this year. If not, they need to shut the Bills down. I'm I'm with you 100%, especially because the, from the quarterback standpoint, it seems like they're just going to like patch it together with Stidham and Hoyer, and hopefully... Your boy Hoyer's back. He's back, baby. He's <laughs> back in business. Um I don't maybe it's because well not maybe but obviously it's because of the defense they were able to keep the McCordys and Slater although those guys are getting old too but they lost their offensive line coach who was there like for a century I'm with you I don't I don't see how there isn't a dip in in what they in what they do from an offensive standpoint certainly well I mean look they had a crap offensive uh, roster last year with all due respect and. I think because of Brady, and he had his moments where he looked like he was aging Tom. Pedestrian? Yes, pedestrian. <laughs> but he's uh, how how would they have looked without him doing right, his pedestrian right, things? Right. Uh, by the way, some things never stay uh, change, Pat. The Jets are still the long shot at plus 750. Are they really? They're expected to suck again. Yep. You know what? Hmm. They're consistent. you got to give them credit. <laughs> also ran again. Let me get Bruno in here. He's got a Bruno. comment. What's up, Bruno? Hey guys, how you doing? Very fine. What's going Bruno. on? Bruno. Oh, hey Pat. I just want to say hi, but I, I heard you you were in uh, Station, so old old friend. But I, I know I, my I, brother. I, Stay safe out there. Yes, I want to wish everybody in the world in a favor this uh, situation. So I just called to say hi to you and all that. I was working while I was going to a hot spring. So wish you all all safe to everybody. Bruno, appreciate the call, man. Take care out there. All right, brother. Take care. All right, PB, you do the same, and we will uh, catch up soon, my friend. If you talk to Coach Kennedy, I know he's got some downtime, even though he's trying to build a staff and get a team together, but uh love to talk to him. Just saying. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, boys, you guys stay safe, and um, and we'll be talking soon. Love you, buddy. See Take you, care, man. man. All right, love you, boys. See you, brother. PB, in the Beantown. Confirmed. Rodney Clark, tomorrow, 11 o'clock. The Adventures of Rodney Clark. Man, I wonder how his Italian is. Think you should welcome him in. Yeah, in Italian. You, you pretty fluent? No, I'm not pretty. Is fluent. that is that the task that you're going to try to get accomplished? I know in the like next 27 words, and I know how to cuss, and I can count to 10. Well, that's a start. You can cuss Rodney Clark out and count to 10. Yeah, yeah. All the words I learned uh, as a kid weren't necessarily good words. This is how long you have to get out.
can count to ten. I got my uh, still got my Italian book from college. I need to go back and review. Get a few words in on him. See what he see what he thinks about that. Eleven thirty one. Take a break. When we come back, Blake Anderson. I love him. And guess what today is? His birthday? Yeah. I, I just saw a state tweet that. I had no idea that. I didn't either. All right. Talk about uh, get well, his evaluation. But we'll tell him that. We, can, we wanted to have him on. We planned it this way. We can get his evaluation of spring. He had because, 11 practices. Yeah, nobody else has one. He does. What's up, players? You can open your palm. Guatney Chevrolet up and running today. Go by and see him, folks. Unprecedented deals for you in need. I appreciate James and his staff so much stepping up. Look, they're trying to... You know, keep things moving a little bit for them as well. But the bottom line is these are unprecedented savings and an opportunity for you to delay and defray, my friends, out at uh, Guatney Chevrolet. That all rhymes, Wes. Delay and defray from Guatney Chevrolet. How about that? Look at you. 0% financing for 84 months. So you can defray your interest costs and you can delay your payments for a half of a year. You feel confident that we're going to be out of this in six months? Say yes. Say yes. Say yes. April, May, June, July, August, September. Do you think we're going to play football? Well, March is over, Wes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. April, six months, November. Yeah, I think we'll. April, May, June, June, July, July, August, September. September. You don't have to make a payment until October. Yeah. Yeah, I I think so. Okay, good. Bottom line is six months, no payments on select vehicles. All the tracks, all the Equinox, all the Silverados at 2020. Okay. All the 2020s on those. And then all of the 2019s that are left. What do you say yesterday? Just a handful of 2019 vehicles yeah. left on the lot. I imagine people are snatching these up. Folks, this can be a do-or-die situation for you. If you're having a hard time paying your bills, you tell me a six-month no-car payment isn't going to help mm-hmm. you immensely. And by the way, you're getting a new car that also doesn't need maintenance. It is probably more fuel-efficient than what you're driving. And it has a lot of cool toys. I can't believe you haven't uh, let, me, let me upgrade, Mr. Man. It's about time. My wife suggested that. You know what? Your wife's a pretty smart lady. You got to listen to her once in a while, pal. I've been telling you that. Go by and see him. GuatneyChevrolet.com, the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Blake Anderson will join us in mere moments. We've been trying to be responsible. Randy Rainwater called me yesterday. We were talking about the Rudy Gobert story. Did you see this? No. Side effect of the COVID. Lost his sense of taste. Taste and smell, yeah. And I've heard of that happening. Uh, Randy was reading me the story. There, that's happened in multiple situations. They have now added that to the symptoms list. That If you have this symptom, that symptom, they have added because they're seeing more than 30% of the people that ha- that can't taste or smell anything. I just uh, smashed some delicious salmon mm-hmm. and sweet potatoes. I smelt it. I got a new favorite. This is my new go-to, guys. You want to? And I'll tell you the highlight. I was going to tell Pat this, then we got sidetracked with stupid basketball and sports. The highlight of my week is meal planning at this point because I'm going to go out and I'm going to pick up curbside from some of my favorite local restaurants mm-hmm. about half the time, maybe more. But I've been meal planning multiple days. So yesterday, I went Thanksgiving. I made a freaking turkey. I got a big ass turkey <laughs> and I threw it in a roaster oven and I cooked it and it was 14 pounds and I'll be eating on it for a week. <laughs> And it was great. And I made uh, uh, cauliflower mash, and I made uh, these sweet potatoes. So here's my new deal. You take a sweet potato, you cut it up into cubes, right? I bake them in the— Before you cook it? Yes. Okay. I microwave it for just a minute or so, a couple, couple, three minutes, just to soften it. If you try to cut one with Mm -hmm. a—it can slide off. And those suckers are hard as a rock, Mm man. Cut it into cubes. Then you put uh, olive oil, cinnamon, brown sugar, a little bit of garlic, salt, and pepper, and you just coat them in it. Then you put it out on a, on a cookie sheet, 400 degrees for about uh, 25, 30 minutes. Maybe throw the broiler on at the very end to brown them on top. Crispy, delicious sweet potato 
tots, chunks, whatever you want to call them. So great as a side dish. How long? About 30 minutes. 30 minutes. And you just broil them at the very end for a couple minutes. Okay. Get them a little brown on top. What's the temperature? 400. Okay. So good. So freaking good. I like that. Buddy, it's a great new treat. I'm telling you, I'm all about it. And the cauliflower mash, I really want to try, too. It's good for you. Cauliflower, you steam it. Uh-huh. Don't, don't boil it. Steam it. You don't want all that water soaked in there. I got, I got cooking tips for you folks. I'm going to have Roger over, social distancing. He'll stand on the other side of the kitchen, but we're going to make uh, marinara this week. He's never cooked it, so we're going to make it. Uh, cauliflower mash, you steam it. You chop it up into- in How a, do you steam it? In a steamer. I've never steamed something. Yeah, you need to buy a steamer. Okay. Very Great. Uh, you can do crab legs in there. You can do um, vegetables in there. Asparagus is great steamed. How do you do your asparagus? We uh, put it in the oven. Bake yeah, it. It's good that way, too. Boil it. Steamer's good. Anyway, here's the thing. So you take the cauliflower, you chop it up into pieces, you throw it in the deal. It doesn't really matter how small they get. As long, you need a food processor, too. It makes it way easier. You can do it without it, but it's way easier. So you steam it for about 20, 25 minutes, get it real soft and mushy. You can't really overdo it. Uh, then you throw it in a food processor with some olive oil, some minced garlic, uh, smoked Gouda cheese, salt and pepper. <laughs> Forget about it. Blend it up. Mm. And it looks like mashed potatoes, but it's a thousand times better for you. So good. And it tastes good. Tastes great. Kids love it? Kids love it. They don't know. Don't tell them it's not Kids mashed. Approved. They don't know it's not that mashed potatoes. They don't know it's not mashed That's potatoes. Awesome. Yeah, so it's uh, it's awesome. Anyway, I don't know what he wants. I don't care what he wants. I don't know what he's talking about. Uh, I'm social distancing, so I didn't. I don't invite people over. I made this dinner all for myself last night. It was delicious. Nice little glass of Pinot. Good night. Sayonara. I have found uh, that we're doing the same thing, planning meals out in advance and looking forward to it. Like, I've been at work a couple times going, oh, yeah, we're making this tonight. Yes. We're making that tonight and come home to it. Yeah. Your schedule has not changed that much. No, it has not. You are in the office just as much as you probably normally were. Yes, I am. The only difference is I'm not meeting them out for dinner. Uh, they're not doing plays. They're not doing rehearsals. They're not going out and, and having lessons. So they're not running around town, and they don't have time, or Allison doesn't have the time to, to cook a meal or sit down because we're, da- you know, in the past we would be downtown. It's just a break in, in rehearsal. And, and so we just grab what we could, and we ate out a lot, and we will once this is all said and done. But it is nice to sit down as a family gather around the table and have meals together like that. You know who I feel bad for? My son was complaining, my freshman in college. And I, I do feel bad for those kids. He was just through you know, his first semester, getting his second semester. Really loves the college experience. Loves it. Mm-hmm. And he's never really been a big school guy, but he loves the college experience. And he's like, this just sucks. I won't tell you exactly what he said, but he's very upset. And I thought to myself, this would have been 10 times worse last year. Think about if you have a senior in senior? high school right now. How about your senior year... And I'm talking in high school. Senior year of college is great, but senior year, there's something magical about that senior year of high school, man, for most mm-hmm. kids. Think about they're losing this, and they're, I mean, we would bet money, both of us would, that they're not going back to school this year. Mm-hmm. That's awful, man. What a horrible memory to wrap up your high school career. That sucks. No, it And for does. guys like me, that's it. I mean, ain't no, ain't no, if that you're an athlete. of your life. I mean, if you're an athlete and you're getting ready to play your senior year in baseball or softball and you don't get that back, they're mm. not going to give you another year of eligibility. Mm-mm. I mean, unless you flunk out, which might be worthy. Ah, I flunked out. Sorry, I got to do it over again. You might see some of that. Those stories might start coming on the rise. Depends how old they are. Good point. If they've already kind of. If you're a young senior, though, gray shirt like, or whatever oh, they call out. it, blue Just, shirt, what do they call that in high school? Gray shirt. Or before they, before they go to high school, like eighth grade, repeat the eighth grade. Yeah. yeah, or some do it. Uh, 
I mean, my nephew started school a little later anyway, and so they're older for their grade. They wouldn't be eligible to do that, I don't think. I think they would be too old per rules. That would be a triple-A rule. Curious to see if any of that happens. Uh, Rusty says, why the caution tape out in Boston around the kids' play areas? Wasn't Pat banned from going around kids' play areas anyway? It's not for him. It's for everybody else, silly. So funny. Uh, Let's see what else we got here. Bo says, I didn't hear this yesterday. Did you guys listen to Drive Time yesterday? I caught a little bit of it. I did. He says, all you guys have been consistent on precautions and safety. Rick Schaefer's falling back on the talking point of the media has been over-sensationalizing COVID-19. It was totally irresponsible and may cost some of your listeners their lives. Look, folks, if you're changing your behavior because of something that anybody on this station says, well, you weren't likely to make it very long anyway, let's be honest, shall we? And if I hear Rick poo-pooing it, and by the way, guess what Rick does for a living? He's in the media. So when you say the media is over-sensationalizing it, that's you. That's dumb anyway. What the media says, just like it's just like a, a broadcaster jinx on a no-hitter. Doesn't matter what the broadcaster says. Ask Phil Elson. He'll tell you. Doesn't matter what the media says. It is what it is. You think the media has any impact? You think the media had something to do with 25,000 more cases worldwide being reported yesterday? I don't think so. But it might, I might want to know about that. You're welcome. Governor's going to speak at 1.30 today. We'll have it on the 1.30 list. today, a little earlier. Good. Yep. All right, it's with great trepidation. I will bring Gutter in for a moment. Gutter, what do you want? Hey, you know, it's funny you ask uh, Pat if he could get uh, Kennedy, Coach Kennedy on. He couldn't get guests on when he was your co-host. Oh! <laughs> Why didn't you call when he was on and say that to him? I tried. I tried. That's I was listening to you talk about cooking a turkey that I never got You're to welcome. I was like, hey, Pat, uh, could you get Coach Richardson? Oh, sure, no problem, big guy. And then like a week later, I'm like, hey, yeah, whatever. Hey, he's, 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 I couldn't get hold of him. I'm like, what? Hey, Wes. Hey, man. Wes, uh, so we've lost our best corner, our best pass rusher, now our best offensive lineman. No, not, uh, I'll agree with that, everything till that. He uh, he wasn't the same, well, man. He didn't have a good he year. He wasn't the same. You're right. But, but we also lost our two – Backup. Why don't you guys well, fill in the gaps for people who don't know what team or what players Cowboys, you're talking Byron about? Byron Jones is Cowboys. gone, and Travis Frederick last night surprised a lot of people by retiring. Yeah, the I, center. I don't find it terribly shocking considering he's been battling this disease that he hasn't been able to get yeah. a handle on. But he came back. You know, he, he worked so hard to come back and played one year, and then he was like, okay, that's enough. I beat it. I did it. Now I'm done. Yeah, but he wasn't as good as he even said. Robert, Robert Quinn was our best pass rusher, yeah. without a doubt. Yeah, and uh, and then we lost the two uh, backup linemen, the Zia Fuolia guy and the Fleming guy. Um, so offensive line is going to, I mean, I don't know, it's going to be hurting. Uh, and you got, you know, you put all your money in Cooper and uh, and Dak and Zeke, and uh, you know you're not able to go out and get any free agents. So well, they did uh, get the big got- defensive tackle from Carolina. I thought that was a really good signing. Yep. I think so you'll see the the draft. They'll address the offensive line, the safety issue. Um, Lost Randall Cobb. Uh, they've gotten worse in the off season. Oh yeah, not, I agree. Not yep. better. I agree. So uh, a 500 team last year. Uh, you know, I thought they were way underachieved last year. Oh, last year was the year they had the pieces in place. And if it wasn't for the redheaded clapper, I think they they could have gotten some more things done. Well, I was going to amend uh, what what I said. You know what? The the personnel has gotten worse, but the coaching yeah. has gotten better. So I still there have hope that they're a better team. So you're saying there's a chance? Yes. Okay. All right, you guys have fun. See you, bud. Poor gutter. He can't. He can't go bowling. I assume bowling alleys are closed. Or are they? God, yeah, I shouldn't assume that. Yeah. Don't uh, don't take that okay, as a fact. I'm not saying that. 
I think, no, you know what? I think I read that uh, there are some that are staying open on a limited basis. That would be an easy one. You could space them out like every five lanes open or something. And only a couple people per, yeah, less than, no, gatherings of 10. I guess you could limit to 10. Hey, uh, Wes, you're a TV guy. This is not breaking news. You uh, can't get your haircut in a salon or at a haircutting place publicly. Dude, I'm a guy. It doesn't matter. You can't get it done until after Wednesday at noon. It'll be all right. Are you just going to let your hair grow out? You don't care? Yeah. Okay. Or, I mean, I can tr- I mean, I'm a guy. I'm a, I can trim it up. I got trimmers. You're going to trim it? Yeah, I've got grills. Great. You know, zzz, zzz, zzz. that's all you got to do. I don't grills? Think they're called grills. What are they called? Guards. Guard. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I've got guards. <laughs> hey, I would not put your head in there, man, because you can burn yourself. <laughs> no, I got guards. How'd you get, how'd you get your hair? Burned it off. Put it in the grill. What do you do? I'm getting pretty good at uh, trimming up my beard with the uh, guards. Yeah, so, trimming a beard is one thing. Trimming your hair is a different animal. Just take a bigger guard than you want, so if you mess up, it's okay. You can come back with a little smaller guard. And yeah. z- Christian, z- 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 I predict this is going to be a total train wreck. Yeah. He comes to work tomorrow with his hair all. Good luck. <laughs> Maybe bald. Just <laughs> cut. I kind of screwed up with the guards, guys, I have, so I just cut the whole thing. I have every intention, if we don't have salons open in the next month that I'll be shaving my head down. Mm. I'm going to let the beard grow and shave the head. I like that look. That prison inmate look. I like right. that look. Yeah. Intimidating. I don't know what's up with the birthday boy, man. Uh, Blake Anderson? Yeah. He's probably smashing we cake. Tr- traded text last night, and he's like, yeah, 1130 is good. Give me your number. I sent him the number. What's What time zone is he in? And uh, I don't know. Maybe that's a confusion. It's different time zone in Jonesboro? I'm double checking. 1130. Gave him the hotline. Did he mean today? I said... Just would you join Justin and me tomorrow at eleven thirty? You told him that today? No, I told him that yesterday. Oh, good last night. All right. I don't know. We'll figure it out. It's such a great jam. The thunder play it when riffs are doing reviews. Ha! <laughs> I do quote that line a lot, as Tom, the great Tom Petty, once said. Waiting is the hardest part. Uh, we do not have to wait anymore for bad news, unfortunately. This is from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. <laughs> Arkansas has reported its first death connected to the COVID-19 virus. 91-year-old man died this morning at Conway Regional Medical Center, according to the Faulkner County Coroner. Don't have the name? Cleburne County resident. Was it immediately clear if he was connected to that Greer's Ferry First Assembly of God, which was in is obviously in the same county? Uh, 34 cases are connected there. And he is the first known death here in the state connected to the virus. So, um, obviously, prayers and thoughts to his family. And also, just to update you, yes, this is not something to be taken lightly, especially for those who are at risk. There is a very pointed case of that. On a much less important note, we've got some news out of the NFL. The Chiefs have found a quarterback from another league as a backup to uh, Patrick Mahomes. Hmm. Former XFL signal caller Jordan Tiamu, former Ole Miss Rebel, yeah, and former St. Louis Battlehawk. Yes. Boy, Chuck Long is going to be really sad when he wakes up and hears the news today. Just going right down the interstate from St. Louis to Kansas City. He's like, man. Isn't that Wes's team? It was my team. I-70. Oh. Yeah, sucks for you, too. You and Chuck Long both been crying in your beer tonight. We'll be okay. He uh, had 1,050 yards passing and five touchdowns, two interceptions in five games. Ran for 217 yards and a touchdown on 41 carries. 6'3", 214. I like to say sturdily built. Tiamu. Solid. 
Yes. 5,600 yards in college, 30 touchdowns, 12 picks. Went undrafted in 2019. Went to the Texans camp before he ended up in the XFL. Now they have four quarterbacks on their offseason roster. Patrick Mahomes, Chad Henney. He's still around? I didn't know that. Chad Henney? Next thing you're going to tell me, Sterner's still balling out. Kyle Shermer. And uh, Tamu. Uh, the other news related to the XFL quarterback situation, P.J. Walker, guy we knew was going to get an opportunity. He went to Temple. He was a star of the league. He would have been the MVP if the season, well, the season did end. <laughs> anyway, he was the best player in the league this year uh, on the only undefeated team this year. P.J. Walker getting a shot in the NFL as he uh, heads to Carolina. Arizona Cardinals and Seahawks had very strong interest in inking Walker as well. 1,338 yards passing, 15 touchdowns, and four interceptions. He is now a Panther, so he can work with old Joe Brady. And he, Back up Teddy Bridgewater. Yes, or, that's or his or former compete. coach, Matt Rule at Temple. Oh, yeah. Yes. There was a connection there. There you go. There's a uh, – and I heard Schefter on the radio, and he was discussing how – Oh, Shefty? Yeah. Well, in this day, with what we're dealing with, these new coaches, they need quarterbacks who are familiar with them. They're familiar with the quarterbacks. They're familiar with systems. They want to work with guys that there's no questions. They already know. They don't need questions right now. So that's that's why you're seeing some of these trades happen. That's why you're seeing some of these signings. They're familiar with each other. Well, it's twofold. You know him. And he's got some familiarity with how your offense works. If you're a quarterback, it's pretty key. So, yeah, that's a pretty good deal. I'm happy for him. Yeah. Glad to see those guys bouncing. Dr. O'Malley retweeted the, this, and uh, I wanted to put it out there. If you have extra personnel protective equipment, and we all know that means PPEs, personal protective equipment, such as masks and gloves, and want to make sure it gets into the right hands, visit the partners at UAMS Health. They have a collection bin at the front door lobby of the hospital, 4301 West Markham. So that's at the uh, collection bin at the front door lobby of UAMS at 4301 West Markham if you have any personnel protective equipment that you want to give away, such as gloves, masks. And I've seen that there's been the... Since the governor came out with that message, yesterday he even mentioned it during his press conference, that how they've been getting some of those gloves and masks in, and it's, it's good to hear that, see the community trying to help out with the shortage. Absolutely. I applaud them. Um, we have a thing on 1037thebuzz.com called Buzz Bites. If you have a business that you want to get listed on there, that you're open for curbside or delivery, and you want to spread the word, it doesn't matter if you're a client or not. We want to help you in this time of need because occasionally we like to do good things for the community. Most of the time it's just for us. But this is for all of you out there. Spreading the word to the public and helping out some local small business owners. Email Sarah at 1037thebuzz.com. She can get you squared away and get you listed up on there. You can see a number of people getting creative with their curbside offerings, and I applaud you for that. I'll be seeing you soon. Blake, Blake Anderson. Anderson next, I promise. Yeah, I heard it all before.